Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? You are now tuned into another episode of the Gridiron Guys with your boy Sean Pesos. And your boy Russ Digi. Going on, sir. Nothing much, brother. How's sure. everything with you? Man, listen, but outside of this draft, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> you mad at it, man? No, nah, I ain't mad at it. It's just okay. at first it was head scratching, but I had to go do my research. Yeah, it's like that for me too, in a way. So a lot of surprises. Mm-hmm. A lot of surprises. Definitely. But man, I'm straight. The last dance been going on, I'm straight. I'm good. Oh man, that's gold, man. That's golden. You know, as soon as they said they were announcing that it was gonna be in the works a few years back, you know, what I mean, I was I was already excited just because it was a 30 for 30. We were coming off of that OJ joint. Right. So I was like, okay, that's gonna be in depth. And then, you know, the OJ joint was like seven parts, and they were like, this is gonna be like 10 parts. So it was like, okay. And I grew up in there. I grew up a Bulls fan, so I'm like, oh yeah, I need to see this. I mean, I feel like everybody pretty much grew up a Bulls fan, or if you weren't a fan of the Bulls, you hated the Bulls enough to be like a fan. That's kind of how I was for Kobe. Mm -hmm. My Kobe situation was different, but I was a fan by proxy because I was rooting against them all the time. So I'm watching all the games, you know. Right. Right. It's weird like that with sports. Yep. Yep. Now, like I don't that. do that. But in football, I don't seem to do that. Like, I don't just watch a Seattle game for the sake of watching it. I nah. just lose. Like, if it impacts my team, like, then, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. But, like, if like it's just not, the Saints playing somebody regular, like, if the Saints play, play the Browns, you ain't probably – Yeah, I don't that. care. Well, I care because oh, I want yeah. the Browns to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if, like, if Seattle was playing, like, Minnesota, I wouldn't care because it's got nothing to do with me or my division. Exactly. Unless it's like close to playoff time and it comes to seeding. Yeah, it's like you can watch any type of football game, but you're going to pick and choose your games. Right. So your primetime joints are your primetime ones, and of course your fan and division games are what they are too. Right. Yeah. So for those that don't know, the 2020 draft took place this past Thursday through Saturday. Different this year, virtual. I always wondered how that was going to play out. Yeah. It's basically like watching a draft on Madden. Really? Mm-hmm. That's all it is, really. How'd cool. you feel about it? I didn't feel all the people in their houses with, like, no mask on, considering they were so close to everyone. I didn't feel <laughs> that part of it, but, you know. <laughs> Yo, my man got real serious quick. <laughs> I'm saying, though, like, it's real out here. Yeah. Real out here. But other than that, man, I was, it was cool to see everybody's reaction to things and see all the GMs and coaches set up. I feel like it was uh, closer to, like, a fantasy football draft. And yeah, I like that everybody yeah. had like a virtual war room because mm-hmm. you felt like you were part of the action more so than when they have all the pageantry going on. Yeah. Like usually when you're watching it, you'll have like, well, Gruden's not there anymore, but it used to be whoever the host of Monday Night Football is, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, you a know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe yeah. Tom Jackson or somebody. Exactly. And then they'll be doing some fluff talk in the middle. They yeah. did that, but they were able to do that through segments. So yeah. you could you could just pop to something visual instead of just watching some talking heads. So I enjoyed that part. Yeah, and there's no unnecessary ass performances either. Like there you go. Yep. A lot of that I didn't need. Like just let's get to it. Yeah. 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 So as we called earlier in the past season, mm-hmm. we knew Joe Burrow was going number one overall. Mm-hmm. He went number one overall to the Bengals. Yeah. So that's no surprise there. Nope. Good pick though. I I I think you can't you can't pass on the Ohio kid in Ohio. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You can't do it. You shouldn't do it. If you did do it, you're like, oh, look at the look at the Bengals being the Bengals. Although if they pick Chase Young, him going to Ohio State may have not made it as bad, but I still would have gone with Joe Burrow. Because you already knew that they were giving up on Andy Dalton. Yeah. Even though you could draft an <clears throat> impact player like Chase Young, you still need a QB to get things going. Exactly. exactly. And you'd be dumb not to make that decision. Yep. We'll yeah. get to QB, get the, uh, QBs being drafted later on, though. <laughs> Definitely. So Chase Young was drafted second overall by uh, the Washington squad. Mm-hmm. That upset me because, you know, I thought we were going to trade up to grab him. Wow. But from the reports after the draft, we tried to trade up, but nobody was budging. So I'm not as mad. Yeah. In the moment, I was upset. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, he's a game changer on defense, and that's exactly what we need. Yeah, that definitely would have been a good move, but that's hard, man. Yeah, that's hard to get a number two pick like that. Yeah, especially if, if the other team wants him. 
Yeah. I think you probably would have got away with it if it wasn't Ron Rivera. But Ron Rivera being such a defensive guy, mm-hmm. he probably looked at that shit like, nah, man, we about to build this thing up. And it's probably a little bit of rivalry, too, because he's still in the NFC. And then he just came from out of our division. So it's like, True. nah, I'm not trading up with you. True. And we're going to have to see you eventually. Yeah. At some point. And not, and not even to toot my team's horn or anything like that. But, I, you know, it's a copycat league. And they mm-hmm. spent so much time last year talking about the narrative of us, us having five number one uh, first round defensive linemen on our, our D line. So, you know, a lot of people are probably going to try to copy that too, you know, yeah, way to build yeah. their defense, you know, yeah. start spending draft capital each year on a D lineman, mm-hmm. you know, so. And then Jeff Udoka went next to the Lions. I was kind of surprised about that pick. Yeah. Considering yeah, they just picked up True Font. Yeah, but again, I mean, you know, they're in that area. So, you know, Detroit's not too far from Ohio State. They probably saw the guy a lot, you know what I mean? And probably and really looked at it like, okay, you know, maybe this can solidify our secondary because I think that's an underrated thing to do in the NFL. You know, a lot of people don't try to lock up their secondary that way. So, yeah, true. I wasn't mad at the pick. True. And then the Giants pick next. I forgot who they picked, though. They picked Andrew up Thomas. Thompson? Andrew Thomas. Yeah, man. Yeah. And everybody thought they were going to pick worse. And uh, they felt like they took Thomas too early. So that was one of those Daniel Jones type picks. Mm-hmm. You know, all the uh, all the mock drafts and everything didn't have him going there as the first offensive tackle. So that was, you know, a little different. I mean, like I said, nobody really pays attention to offensive linemen. No disrespect to them, but... And that's the only thing that I think was a saving grace was the fact that it wasn't a skill position. So the only thing you could really compare unless you're like a football junkie is like combine numbers and highlights. And so you can kind of get away with it. Because, yeah. you know, you're just justifying it. Like, hey, we think this old lineman's better and this is right. why. And we got to protect our new investment. Right, right. Because Daniel Jones will be the starter this coming season. Yep. Yeah. No controversy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's right. real now. Yes, yeah, there's no oh we got we got a year to take it slow. No, this is you in the battle now. Yeah, and I'm gonna stay on them too, man. I'm gonna make that a point of uh, a point of emphasis this year on the podcast, man. I wanna make sure we hold him accountable the way that they criticized the hell out of Lamar Jackson, the way oh, they criticized definitely. the hell out of Deshaun Watson and all those other guys that were second year QBs and shit. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I already know they're gonna give him a little bit of leeway. Oh, no, I ain't, though. We won't, but they will. <laughs> yeah. So this next pick kind of surprised me because, you know, the Dolphins drafted Tua. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I was thinking, you know, Cam is still out there. Go mm-hmm. grab Cam and then draft the quarterback next year or draft mm-hmm. the quarterback in the later rounds. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I see what they did. I don't really like to pick for them because, well, I don't like to pick for Tua because I feel like Tua is going into a no-win situation right now. Like they don't have the team to win at this moment. Right. I like the pick. I just don't like it for Brian Flores because I feel like he did a hell of a job bringing that team back after it seemed like they had a fire sale on all of their players. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's kind of like it could be one of those Mark Jackson situations where, like, I get this team, I build it up, and then you fire bring somebody else in. Somebody else in once it's all good. And yeah. I don't want him to be that guy. Because yeah, Tua, it's worth doing that. It's worth picking up Tua because we all know Tua can play, right? Mm-hmm. So we all know Tua can. When I say play, I just mean, like, the pressure doesn't get to him. He's you been know, on Jaylen the stage, stage before. Yeah, Jalen Hurts let that pressure get to him at that time. And Tua took that job and really never gave it back. And so that says a lot about him, but he's very injury-prone, man. Yeah. And so that's the tough part. But um, I was watching um, – one of the pre-mock draft, like, kind of interviews with, like, Joel Klatt. Mm-hmm. And he was explaining that all of Tua's injuries happened because he uh, was caught from behind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hip injury was definitely... Yeah, he was basically saying the problem with that is Tua thinks he's more elusive than he really is. And if he can work on that, then everything else will work out for him. It's not like these injuries happen in a different fashion. So I think the biggest thing is, if that is true and somebody knows... Hopefully they can instill that in him and he can pay attention to that and that be something that he works on. I can see the Dolphins bringing in Dan Marino, coaching yeah. him up a bit. It's possible, man. I think Flores is a really good uh, is a really good coach, man. And if he can get some pieces, he could probably stay afloat. 
Yeah, I just I just want him to stay at flow. I'm rooting for them because they got a uh, black gym, I believe. Yeah, they do, and I think the Browns have one now. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. I didn't know that before. Now yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm with yeah. that. I don't want them to be trash. That's for sure. No, no. Yeah, I'm rooting for Tua because he's left-handed like me. So that's another reason I'm rooting for the guy. <laughs> You're a lefty man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my guy was Steve Young, man. That was my guy yeah, back yeah. in the day. He was the truth, man. And then, uh, who was the sixth pick? He went to the Chargers. What was his name? I forgot his Herbert. name. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Okay. Yep. I kind of saw that coming because I'm like, yeah, Ty, they're going to use Tyrod as a bridge quarterback again. Well, that was, let's see, now that's the place where I thought Cam should go or somebody who should consider picking up Cam mm-hmm. as opposed to taking Justin Herbert. Justin mm-hmm. Herbert wasn't really like a college star to me. And no. I know they talked about him a lot, but I kind of feel like Cam Newton would be the way to go in that situation. But Tyrod Taylor is there, so it just depends on how you feel. You know? Yeah, I, I just hate the fact that Tyrod is once again a bridge to another QB. He can never like get his opportunity to shine. Yeah, I, I feel that way. But at the same token, I mean, if you're going to be the black Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, go for it, man. Yeah, that's if the, the thing, though. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is getting all the opportunities. Tyrod's not getting that. Like, if he was to be let go from L.A., would he get the opportunity somewhere else? I don't know. I think somebody would pick him up as a backup and be a bridge. I mean, that's just what he was in Cleveland, you know, yeah. and that's what he was, you know, but is in, in uh, L.A. now. So we'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll see. Honestly, I think that's what he was with Buffalo, too. In a way. In a way. In a way. Even yeah. though Buffalo was just being stupid because – Weren't, they were trying to do Peterman first, right? That was before Allen, right? No, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that was a Peterman situation. That was just dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't fight that one. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. Next, the uh, Carolina Panthers took Derrick Brown, defensive mm-hmm. tackle out of Auburn. I was kind of upset about that one because I'm like, yeah, that's the guy I was looking at for us to get. Yeah, that's because a solid fit. It is, because we need help on the interior. Yeah. But with our pick, which I'll refer to later, I'm happy with. But I can see because NFC South is just straight offense at this moment. Yeah. So you got to get pressure on the QB if you want to succeed. Mm-hmm. You do. So Arizona made a smart, smart pick getting Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons, though, in my opinion. I mean, you had to do something, man. It's a lot of linebackers are essential in our division. Looking at the 49ers, you're going to have to have like an excellent linebacker to try to deal with the Kittle situation. Um, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson always tries to eat up the interior in the middle of the field. So that's a way to try to get rid of him, too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. blow him down. So, and the Rams just, they're weird right now. So I don't even know how to feel about what they're going to do offensively. I'll what, be honest. What are they doing? I don't know. Cause now that they got rid of Gurley, Cooks left, right? Like they replaced. He, he Cooks is yeah. gone. Right, Cooks went to Houston because mm-hmm. Houston got rid of DeAndre and then they got Brandon Cooks. It's just a weird situation with them, man. So I don't even – they don't even really have any firepower that I look at as a serious threat yet. But you know what? We kind of saw this coming with all those signings they were making a few years ago. So mm-hmm. we just didn't think it was going to play out like this. Especially with getting Jalen Ramsey. You knew they were going to have to cut ties with a couple of people. Yeah. And they cut ties with some major people, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Yeah. But Cleveland Browns picked up Jedrick Willis, mm-hmm. offensive tackle out of Alabama. That was another person that they thought uh, the Giants should have taken. Willis was the other dude. It was Willis and worse. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah. The Jets picked up Makai Becton out of Louisville. Mm-hmm. Raiders picked up a receiver, Henry Ruggs. That's going to be that's going to be a game changer for the Raiders. I feel. Now that was crazy because I was talking to my, one of my bros, and he's a big Raiders fan. Mm-hmm. And he was definitely looking at uh, C.D. Lamb, you mm-hmm. know, as being one of them. And I'm sure he would have rolled with Judy, too, you know. But Lamb was the person he was looking at when they took rugs. It was just like, what? Like, he wasn't mad, but he was like, you know how it is when you're watching the draft? Yeah, you expect them to get somebody and then they get somebody mm-hmm. you weren't even thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was like, man, I thought we were picking Judy, man. I thought we were taking somebody, man. I thought it was good to go. Judy or Lamb, I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, you called it in the, but we'll get to it. I called, I definitely called it, and it definitely you pissed me it, off. But put it right there, put it right there in the text. I think y'all rolling with, but anyway, we'll get to it. 
That's cool. We can get to it in like two more picks because yeah, right there. So, yeah. Tampa Bay picked Tristan Wirfs yeah. out of Iowa. Yeah. Smart move because, you know, they got time now. Tom's not yeah. mobile. He needs that protection. Yeah. So, that's Dude, a smart move. Athletic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, that doesn't always prove to be anything in particular. So, we'll see. Yeah, it's a different type of athleticism once you get to the pro level. Yeah, very, very much so. You rely more on that brain power than you do athleticism. You definitely have to be more technically sound going to the next mm-hmm. level. Definitely. And Tom ain't going to be playing. Right. He's going to curse everybody out because the yeah. minute he gets smacked, yep. that's a different type of hit. And he's going to be like, oh, no, I'm not used to this. And he's going to get smacked. <laughs> oh, he is. Now, yep. I'm not wishing him to get injured, but no. I don't think we're at that I don't think we're at that point. I mean, I, I just don't see him being one of the best in the league. I mean, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. You know, you're telling me we're getting Tom Brady and Gronk, and I'm I'm pissed if I'm, if I'm a fan of the Bucks. Like, man, what kind of backwards shit are we doing? Oh, no. I've been seeing Bucks fans are hype. Yeah, because they don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bucks fans, but I haven't saying, been good in a while, man. Man, I'm just saying, you don't want to go backwards, man. You want to you want to get hype and get somebody youthful. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is like 2011 time. I'd be like, cool. For sure, for sure. 2011, Gronk. years ago. Yeah. Four years ago, I'm rolling with it, you know? This man yeah. is about to, is he 42 or he'll be 42 this year? No, he'll be 43. He'll be 43 this year? Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not hype about that. And then your boys picked. Yes. So at that point in time, I just knew we were going receiver because we needed a receiver. And, uh, and I was like, damn, all right. My boy Sean hit me up, said, man, I think y'all going to pick Kenlaw. I'm like, what? They pick Kenlaw. Yeah, so, I, I saw it because my mind was like, they just let go of Buckner. Yeah, and I just kind of felt like it wasn't necessary to replace Buckner. Mm-hmm. But then after looking up Kenlaw, like mm-hmm. not his play, but just his story, finding out he wanted to come to us, you know, finding out he was living in basements in D.C. where they didn't have running water. He had mm-hmm. to go next door to get water and they heated up on the gas stove. The yeah. man comes from humble beginnings, man. You can't help but root for somebody like that. Yeah, and he's um, going to work hard. Yeah, and John Lynch, I've noticed what, what John Lynch is, he has a pattern of looking at schools where he, he got players from already. So, you know, Debo came from South Carolina. So he had his eyes on South Carolina, and I think that's part of the reason that he also wanted to go with Ken Law, too. Mm-hmm. I think he likes people from certain places. He probably even liked Worfs because, uh, you know, um, Kittle came from Iowa. But yeah. nevertheless, man, I think it was definitely a good pick. If nothing else, it was small. It was smart for cat cat reasons. Yeah, as long as he pans out. If he pans out, y'all be straight. Yeah, he just got to pan out, man. So the the receiver you wanted <laughs> went to this next pick. They went to the Broncos. Jerry Judy. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Denver, man. I feel like Denver just needs some new management in order for me to feel like they're even a contender. Like, so you feel like Elway is leading him down the wrong direction? Yeah, and I feel like he's living off of the success of being able to talk Peyton Manning into coming. But even when he talked Peyton Manning into coming, it was more <laughs> so on the defense to get shit done. It was on the defense to get shit done, but you got to realize a lot of that shit also was just other pieces allowing him to get that defense right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not really him doing that shit. Right. You know, so... I don't know, man. But, I mean, they believe in Drew Locke, so. We'll see. My boy's a Broncos fan. He was hyped when he got Judy, so. No, you, and, and you should be hyped if you get Judy. It's just, what else are you going to do? You right. know what I mean? That's a damn good pick to get. I ain't hating at all. Right. So, this next pick was the controversial pick of the first round. Okay. <laughs> My squad picked up A.J. Terrell out of Clemson. And everybody was like, to collectively, what the, the fuck are the Falcons doing? Mm-hmm. Not even just the Falcons fan base, just everybody in general. The people. The people. Yeah. Because yeah. people only saw what recently happened with the championship game. Mm-hmm. So people were like, they, he can't tackle, he can't cover. Mm-hmm. They're just shitting all on him. Mm-hmm. But from my perspective, that was a need we needed to fill. We just got True Font going free agency. Right. We've got two really inexperienced cornerbacks. We need we need help there. 
Right. And he is probably the best cornerback available to fit our scheme. Right. And I agree. And he's coming from a school with a pedigree. And you can't just judge people on one game, especially when LSU was playing the way they played last year. LSU was looking like the 07 Patriots last yeah, year. Yeah, they were killing. I mean, it was just, yeah. Like, I can't fault that man for having a bad game against a team that he normally doesn't play against. Right. You know? Not I'm to call him a plumber, he shouldn't get drafted. Like, somebody's going to take him. <laughs> My thing was, if we didn't take him then, he wasn't going to be there. Because everybody was exactly. saying he was going to be there in the second round. I'm like, no, he wasn't. Mm-mm. He wasn't. There's no guarantee. Right, because the corner situation isn't as plentiful as the wide receiver situation. Right. The wide out situation, which I learned in the draft, was was definitely plentiful, like they said. Right. And we'll get to that. So the next pick was your boy, C.D. Lamb, going to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Very good pick. That's a good pick. That's the Very good pick. That's definitely what they needed to go opposite of Amari Cooper. Exactly. And the thing about it is it gives him an opportunity to work one-on-one until people start believing that he's real. And by that time, that man will have a pedigree and a confidence that he needs to succeed. The problem is... That might cause a controversy between him and Amari. Well, Amari got paid, got shut the hell up. <laughs> he got paid, but he gonna still want his touches. Gotta shut the hell up. Got paid. You got paid. You the one checking out the games in the fourth quarter. They, they, listen, this, that's yeah. your fault. It's your fault. The only problem is they didn't take care of Dak, so it doesn't feel as doesn't feel as much of a lock as it should. It's Dallas. You got to take care of Dak. They won't. They'll do Dak like how Washington did Kirk Cousins. If they do that, they're going to end up like Washington. I'm going to keep saying it because that's the way I see it going. If they do that, they're going to end up like Washington, and Dak is going to end up like really paid, just like Kirk. When you when you get franchised, in my opinion, when you catch that franchise tag the second time, mm-hmm. bro, it's over. The first time it's a lick. The second time you catch it, it's a super lick. Because now you done made it through. If he if he takes this first franchise tag, that's like 35, right? Right. Then he's gonna still play hardball because you're, if you didn't want to pay him this year, you're definitely not gonna want to pay him more next year after Mahomes gets his contract, right? So then the next time it'll be forty something million. You're looking at seventy million, eighty million guaranteed for two years, and then he'll turn around and be able to take one of those Kirk Cousins deals. But instead of that Kirk Cousin deal being like three years, eighty million guaranteed, that thing might be three years, one fifty. Right. Well, you like a hundred of it guaranteed. But like, well, but like a hundred or 120 guaranteed. And that a man would have made 180 to 100 or 200 million guaranteed in a four year span. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's math, bro. I'd be in that position all day. I bet on myself all day. That's how Reeves got paid, man. Reeves yeah. just kept betting on himself. He did it a little differently by bucking, but yeah. So. And then in the What's situation it? in Dallas, who else you got behind me? Yeah. That's so, it. You're done. What else you got behind me? They better pay Dak, man. That's all I know. Miami picked Austin Jackson out of USC. I'm going to just start running through these. Mm-hmm. I really break it down. Yep. Raiders picked Damon Arnett. Another good mm-hmm. pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Jaguars picked uh, Calavion Chasson out of LSU. It's another guy mm-hmm. that I wanted, but he was gone. Well, actually, he yep. wasn't gone. We just wanted what we needed at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Eagles picked Jalen Ragnar. Oh, Rigor, sorry. Yeah, that was crazy. Minnesota picked Justin Jefferson. Chargers. Give me one sec. On that whole picking uh, Rhaegar, the main thing that was crazy was that you had so many people out there that was still left. You had Jefferson, you had Ayuk, and you had um, uh, Pittman. Junior mm-hmm. left. You just had like a lot of wideouts, and a lot of people think that they took the wrong wideout. So it's going to be interesting to see how he plays out. It will. Well, I mean, it can't depend on Nelson Aguilar. So you can't depend on him. And, you know, Alshon Jeffrey isn't one of those people that's super athletic. I think his career is not going to be as long as people think it is. I think some of his best days are behind him. He's not going to get any faster, and that height's only going to help you for so long. Right. So the Chargers picked Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Saints went with Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
Your boys took Brandon Ayuk, another good pickup. Yep, we traded up for that. Now, here, here we go. Here's the kind, another controversy. <laughs> the Packers. Yep. Pick Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah State. People lost yep. their goddamn mind. As they should, in a way. I didn't feel that way. Why? I felt like, look, Aaron Rodgers will be 37-38 when the season starts. Mm-hmm. He's got an injury history. <clears throat> We're going to need to start looking towards the future. I agree. So why not start now? It's the player more so than it is the position. I think the position, picking, picking a QB is, is kind of egregious, but reaching on a QB is even a little more egregious in my opinion. And I don't necessarily feel like Jordan Love is what Aaron Rodgers was to Brett Favre. You know, at that time, Aaron Rodgers was one of the top QBs in college, and he just fell. You know what I mean? But Jordan Love is not like who he considered to be one of those dudes. So the team that would take him would actually be a team that's like not gambling on him at all. You know, no risks. But if my team goes 13 to three, this is just a fan. Forget Aaron Rodgers, because everybody wants to talk about it from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. If I'm a fan and we're 13 and three and we got smacked by the Niners twice, and the reason why we got smacked is because their defense locked up everything. One, we do know Devontae Adams was injured, but we also know Devontae Adams was the only target because our boy Jimmy Graham was old and they didn't have anything on the other side, like Geronimo Allison and all that wasn't enough. And you had wide receivers there. You know, if you want Jordan Love so bad, trade back and get more draft capital and take him in the second round. He ain't going nowhere. I never even heard of Jordan Love before they picked him, to be honest with you. I only heard of him in the mock drafts, and that's because they were talking about the depth of the quarterback position, and they kind of looked at it like an upside situation. You know, like he may have the upside to do what he needs to do. But when you take a QB in the first round, it has way different implications than taking him in the second. And so now this dude is looked at to be the heir apparent of Aaron Rodgers or you trading him away. One of the two. Which would be a mistake. It's a mistake either way it goes, because if he doesn't pan out, what Mm -hmm. was the point? And then he's going to he's going to succumb to that pressure of being Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers Hasn't won in about a decade, but still. Well, the reports were that Matt LaFleur felt like if he fell to him, he wasn't going to let him go anywhere. And that's something that Matt LaFleur was looking at for his career. But I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily like when coaches look at their career outside of winning now. Like, if you just start trying to plan for the future so much, it feels like what if your future plans don't work out? As opposed to beefing up your roster even if you don't win, even if you just got Aaron Rodgers some help, but it didn't help you get over the hump of beating the Niners or some dark horse coming out and sneaking up on you, at least you played it the right way so that people can buy into what you're doing. Right, at least have a plan of action. Yeah, the only way this works out for you is if love turns into some Kaepernick and people just didn't know, or love turns into like what Lamar Jackson was for the Ravens. Like when they drafted him in the first round, at the end of the first round, it was just like, okay, well, we got him. And then he turned into Lamar Jackson this season. Or even if he turns into a, well, not even a Patrick Mahomes, just a version of that. Yeah, you got, that's the only way you're hitting it out of the park. Right. That's hard. (laughs) Yeah, you don't see that. Yeah, that's hard. I haven't seen that in 20 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Packers fans are like, what's going on here? But hey. Yeah. If y'all fuck this up, there's one less team I got to worry about. (laughs) I mean, you know, like like it is, man. NFC, we ain't pulling for them boys. No, nah, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so the Seahawks took Justin, Jordan Brooks. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That was a big pickup. They needed mm-hmm. that because Wagner's getting long in the tooth. Yeah. They need some they need some fresh blood in there. Yeah, they do. But I still feel like you got to give Russell, Russell Wilson some help, man. Yeah, DK you know is enough. Well, I mean, even if DK is enough, man, you know what I'm saying? It's like this, right? Tom Brady's 5,000 years old. He's got Godwin, Mike Evans, now Gronk, O.J. Howard. He has a plethora of weapons to throw to. Yeah, O.J. Howard for the moment. For the moment, right? For the moment. But at the end of the day, he's got him right now, right? Like, that's just an option. Right. If Tom was like, I want to keep O.J. Howard, I'm sure they would do it, right? Right. My thing is, Russell Wilson doesn't have those type of options, man. 
Like, why do they make like a lot of these black QBs just rely on their greatness without giving them an abundance of help? Like, give them a lot of stuff. They're doing it in Baltimore, but that's an anomaly. In a way, they're doing it in Baltimore. I think Hollywood Brown just kind of panned out more than what they thought he was going to be. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, they're kind of doing it in Baltimore for sure. They had a lot of tight ends and shit like that. And plus, they're running something totally different. Right. It's not the equivalent of like what uh what Dallas just did by getting Lamb when you already signed Amari Cooper. Or what y'all have done over the years, especially by having Ridley when you getting Ridley when you already had Julio Jones. Like just just get get back to that one two punch. If it's a passing lead, man, you you need two. Yeah, <coughs> technically you need four. Two backs. You do, you do, but you need at least those two. Yeah, <laughs> but you definitely yeah. need four. Four is gonna make you a contender. Two yeah. will keep you in the in the game. Speaking of Baltimore, they picked up Patrick Queen out of LSU. Great pickup. It was. Great pickup. Tennessee Titans picked Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia. Mm -hmm. They needed Mm -hmm. that. They need to keep Derrick Henry afloat. So, Mm -hmm. notice I said Derrick Henry and not uh, Tannehill. Come on now. The guy that got the bag. Come on now. The Dolphins picked Noah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. But Noah, something out of Auburn. Excuse me for fucking that up. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Minnesota picked Jeff Gladney out of TCU, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs finished the round with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Great LSU. Yeah. Great pickup. Something that we didn't want them to get, they got. Yeah, they needed it. They needed fresh blood in there. Shady O. Mm-hmm. And this going and that boy was doing some work last year. Yeah, some real work. Heavy load. I know he felt like he hit the lottery. Yeah, Byron major injury. They might be right back to it. Oh, they don't, man. You know they're gonna be in the thick of things, man. I ain't, I ain't one of those haters, man. We lost to them in the Super Bowl. We ain't lose to them in the Super Bowl because they got lucky. You know what I mean? They came back and they came back offensively, and Pat Mahomes did what he had to do against a great, great defense. Yeah, you know, if if that was any other team in that Super Bowl, that score would have been super high. Yeah, so mm-hmm. look at it that way, man. That boy got lucky though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where you want to go next with it? I mean, you know, pretty much we can probably like talk about our teams. Oh, well, right. you know, what? no, but we do that, man. Notable draft pick, man. Jalen Hurts going to the Eagles. How you feel about that? It's a wake up call to Carson Wentz. I can tell you that. How you wake up from injuries? <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the wake up call they give him. They're like, look, you get injured again, you out of here. We don't he have time. Already, he already knows that. <laughs> Playboy been hurt too much, man. We don't have time for that shit. Yeah, that's real. I thought it was a smart pickup on their part. We can't pay you if you're unavailable. Right. I thought it was a it was a great pickup for for multiple reasons. One, you get to disguise it with his athleticism, like you're trying to do something different. But what you really do is you teach him the same playbook you taught Carson Wentz and you see if he can perform it uh, the same way with, you know, dynamic legs. Mm-hmm. And you're also playing into the narrative of the mobile quarterback that's taking over and sweeping the nation. And you, did it. Yep, and you did it at the expense of a second round pick. Smart to me. Smart I honestly me. wanted us to get Jalen Hurts just for like insurance purposes. I think anybody that picked up Jalen Hurts after the first round was a smart team because it was a no-risk situation. Right. Like, he, he, he performed at Oklahoma, and the one thing that told me was coaching matters to him. And so if you can coach that man up, he's got the talent. Because you just don't go to Alabama and become the starting quarterback without talent. So right. as bad as he looked by being able to go to Oklahoma and show people that he could throw the ball – Show people he could do some things. I think that was dope. Was definitely a smart move. But other than that, the Eagles' draft wasn't too great. In my no, opinion. it wasn't. Mm-mm. Like they don't have a plan either right now. But I mean, given the way their division is, I guess you really don't need a plan of action because Jeez. there's no clear cut front runner right now. That's crazy, though, man. It's crazy. I would be taking full advantage of our division being weak. Full advantage. Yeah, it's the perfect time to rebuild and and stock up so that you'll be ahead of people. 
Right. Dallas is in the point of spending money. Washington is just getting new leadership. The Giants are already rebuilding. All you got to do if you're the Eagles is retool. Right, because they already had a Super Bowl winning team, and most of those guys Mm -hmm. are still there. Yep. So So, we'll see. We will. But as far as my team, yeah, I give us a B for the draft grade, maybe a B minus. Mm-hmm. Only reason I give us a B minus is because we didn't get a QB for the future. Maybe the QB class next year will be a little better. Yeah, and we picked up a punter with our with our last pick. But looking at it, our current punter is injury prone and he's long in the tooth. He comes from the U, so I'm already rooting for him. Damn, Bosher feels long in the tooth already. Yeah, he's been injured, man. Man, my life is flashing by. I felt like it was just yesterday he was in school. Yeah, man, look, listen. Yeah. Listen, time is flying. Yeah. I mean, you pick a punter at the last pick of the draft. I mean, when else you going to take him? Smart to me. Yeah, he could have been an undrafted free agent, though. But whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm nitpicking at this point. But I like everybody we picked up. I like Michael mm-hmm. Walker. Michael Walker. He's a beast from what mm-hmm. I saw. I like Marlon Davidson. He's like he's going to be a good one inside. Hopefully, yeah. some of our outside rushers can you know pick up some of the slack, and we can just gel as a unit. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what uh, Terrell does. I think he'd be solid, man. Hopefully, I think Hopefully. he's going to be a gamer. Hopefully, he's going to really, really play for y'all. I like Jalen Hawkins. He's a ball hawk. We need that in the back line. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not too mad at this draft. That's good, man. Can't complain about it. That's all right. I mean, our draft was uh was pretty cool, man. We it was it was small, which is something I'm not used to because we've been, you know, stacking draft picks so many so many times. And then here recently, when we went into free agency last year, we gave up a lot of picks, and uh, we came into this thing. I think we were gonna have maybe six picks, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. but we didn't have any um. We didn't have a second or a third or a fourth. I think we were going to mm-hmm. have two fifth, two fifth round picks, two sixth round picks, and a seventh or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had the first two, uh, the two first round picks. But anyway, we ended up making a trade, which gave up some of those picks. So we ended up with like four players. We ended up with, of course, Ken Law. We ended up with uh, Ayuk. We ended up with Warner, which is a tight end. And we ended up with uh, Juwan Jennings from. Tennessee, who's a wide receiver. And um, I guess you could call Trent Williams part of the draft class because trading those picks to the Redskins or Washington uh, helped us get Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. So um, overall, I would definitely give us a B. I mean, a B isn't necessarily the normal grade I would give you if you got like a, like a low amount of picks. But when you get two first rounders and you hit on a need that we have, I can't be mad. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, if you're replacing DeForest Buckner with somebody that's considered to be real, you know what I mean? Um, They say that South Carolina game, Ken Law, South Carolina versus Georgia, Ken Law pretty much was a one-man show in that game. It really showed and proved. Um, A lot of people like him as a player. We've uh, taken Debo Samuel out of South Carolina, so I think they like the pedigree of that, that school. And uh, Brandon Ayuk was one of those people that was high on the board, is considered one of those plentiful wide receivers. So at the position that we were in, we traded up real quick so that we could get them. And uh, it looks like we did. We hit two of those needs that we wanted, man. And hopefully Jennings, man, he's not fast, but he's like 6'3 or 6'4. He'll be an end zone threat. Exactly. And you can just see that right now we got rid of uh, Marquise Goodwin. We traded Matt Breida. Um, and basically it's going to be a plug and play situation with Kyle Shanahan, man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Brady leaving. Like once y'all picked up Tevin Coleman, I was like, yeah, somebody, somebody's got to go. Well, not only that, man, but Jeff Wilson Jr., the dude that was on our practice squad, mm-hmm. he's a bigger back, man. And he was really killing last year. It was just mm-hmm. the fact that we already had Mostert and Mostert stepped up. I think that's what killed Breida too. Mm-hmm. I think Tevin Coleman was going to be the safety net. Brita was the holdover, and then Raheem Mostert was just Raheem Mostert, and we had Jeff Wilson Jr. And when Raheem took off and kind of took Brita's shit, Brita's smaller, you know what I mean? We got him up out of there. And then I think we still got Jarek McKinnon. I don't think we waived him, but he's been hurt two years in a row. It's just too many backs, man. So 
At least nah. you're not like the Bears with 10,000 tight ends. Yo, that's crazy, right? 10,000 tight ends, man. Yo, they got 10 on the roster. But I'm looking at it like they don't have a bunch of true, you can go out there day one and get the job done type guys at tight end. So I understand how they have so many. That's crazy. It is. That's crazy. They're they're fucked all the way around. They don't have a consistent QB. Yeah. They have no offensive identity. Like, it's just whatever over there. Yeah, it really is. So that's one less team we got to worry about. So I'm with it. Indeed. Indeed. I agree. But I saw something today that perturbed me. I won't say it pissed me off. It perturbed me. What's that? Bleacher Report put out the, the preseason way too early uh, team rankings, power <laughs> rankings. Yeah. And I saw some things that just grinded my gears and had me scratching my, my beard. Oh, man. So I'll start from 20 and work my way down. Okay. 20 was the Pats, surprisingly. That's crazy. 19 was the Broncos. 18 was the Texans. 17 was the Browns. The Falcons are at 16. We'll get to that. The Titans are at 15. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is at 14. Tampa's at 13. Arizona's at 12. Mm-hmm. Buffalo is at 11. The Colts are at 10. The Eagles are at 9. Green Bay is at 8. Dallas is at 7. The Vikings are at 6. Seattle is at 5. New Orleans is at 4. Y'all are at 3. Baltimore is at 2. And I'm pretty sure you know who number 1 is. Mm -hmm. So, top 5? Not really mad at. It's understandable. Nah, it ain't. Okay. How's Baltimore head ass, man? <laughs> no, you're right, because they did go out as soon as they hit the playoff field. It was exactly. like one and done. That's true. That's all, that's all I'm trying to figure out. And they, it, yes, we played Baltimore last year. We didn't get smacked. They won on the last second field goal kick, 20 to 17 in Baltimore in the rain. Like, I wouldn't consider Baltimore to be better than us. That's true. Yeah. I'm also trying to figure how Seattle's up so high. Yeah, you know. They they got smoked. What's crazy is you got three teams in my division in the top 12. Yeah, true. Now, like, how's that work? (laughs) If I I could tell you, I would. How's that work? Mathematically, I don't even see how that works. I don't understand how Dallas is at seven. I don't understand that. Yeah, Minnesota's a little high, even if I do like their draft. I don't understand the Eagles being at nine. Hell no. They always get NFC heaven. I definitely definitely don't understand how the Colts are at 10. I don't understand that at all. Like, Phillip Rivers is going to just magically save the day. They're going to learn about Phillip Rivers and Indy. They're going to learn. Oh, they're going to learn. It's going to be a hard lesson, but they're going to learn. They're going to learn what you taught me last season. <laughs> Pretty much. They're going to learn about Phillip Rivers, but that's that's a, that's a damn shame, man. I'm not but mad at the Bills at 11. Not mad at that. Man, bro. <laughs> that boy, Allen. I swear. He He's trash, but I mean, they made the playoffs two out of three years. You got to give them credit for that. Yeah, man, that's a hot year, bro. That's hot. That's a hot year. Like once everybody, I think, I think a lot of, cause you got to think about the playoffs from this perspective too, man. A lot of teams are sitting at home looking at you and they can't do anything about it because the season is over for them. Right. And the first time they get to do something about it is the next season. And so a lot of people don't know Josh Allen was bitch made like that, but now that they know. Oh, it's, it's, it's kill time. It, exactly. Exactly. So all that extra shit. Yeah, they got Stefan Diggs. That's going to be a nice weapon. You know, so they, they're hoping to do something, man. But I think people will be coming for Josh Allen's ass. They can be ready. So this is where I get pissed off. All right. I know I said I was perturbed earlier, but mm-hmm. this section of the, th- of the list pisses me off. What's that? Arizona at 12. Right. Yes, they beat us last year. Mm-hmm. But they're still below us, talent-wise. Mm-hmm. They might have had a slightly better record. Maybe. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 
Tampa Bay at 13, who we swept last year. Well, you already know what that's about. We swept and had a better record. But you know what that's about, though. <sighs> yeah, that's I about, do, but still. That's about Tom Terrific. And even with the Arizona situation, that's about DeAndre Hopkins coming there, man. Uh, that has a lot to do with it, but I agree with you on that one. Pittsburgh at 14. Am I, am I not mistaken? Did they end the season 6-10 and 10 last year? Mm-mm. I think they almost made the playoffs. So I think they were damn near close to 8-8. Eight and eight. So 8-8, eight and 7-9. Eight, and nine. Yeah. Our same record. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a nutshell. Yeah. They're above us. Don't know how. That's because they didn't have Ben Roethlisberger last year, and they plan on having him this year. So they're projecting it to be higher. Roethlisberger will be, what, 38, 39? Hey, yo, he old. He's old. He's old. Tennessee at 15. I can't be mad at it because they did make the playoffs, and they did beat the Patriots. 15 is crazy. I can't be mad at it because of their success last season. I'm saying it needs to be higher. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. It needs to be higher. We named teams that ain't even make the playoffs higher than them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's dirty. And they have us at 16. Basically the same ranking that they had us at the end of the season. Nah, fuck that. Not only did they name teams that got didn't make the playoffs, they named a team in their division. And just because they got Phillip Rivers, they put them at 10. And these boys in Tennessee took out the Patriots. At, on the road. On the road. And and Lamar Jackson. On the road. Come on, man. <laughs> I, this is Bleacher Report. This is, yeah, Bleacher I, I don't, Report. I don't know why I feed into these lists all the time, but I do. Yeah, they tripping. They bugging. They, they super bugging on that one. Now, I mean, I had to think about it for a second. 15. And they were in the AFC Championship game? Oh, hell no. Nah. This list this lost list all credibility. And then they have us at 16. Like, we didn't improve. Like, we're just the same squad. I'm like, yeah. what, what are we doing? Like, do y'all just not fuck with us because we lost the Super Bowl four years ago? Is, are we still, right. But even in a terrible year, he still put up numbers. <laughs> they don't care about that. It's who they believe in. All that shit be quarterback play. It's quarterback play and sheer success. So if it's quarterback play, then why the fuck is the Colts up there? Why That's the fuck? Why the fuck? Are, why, are, why are the Titans up there? They're going to learn. But, see, even with the, but with the Titans, it's different because that's the success portion of it. But they, they got shafted, though. Explain Pittsburgh. Because of, of Ben Roethlisberger. He was hurt, so they caping for him. <laughs> I mean, I know this is going to sound like some hate because I'm a Falcons fan, but look at the Saints. The Saints have done shit these past three seasons. Yes, they've made the playoffs, but they haven't gotten out of the first round or out of the round yeah, that they originally they're played. A little, they're a little high on that list for sure. And everybody is just writing them off to win a division. Like, it's just a done deal. Yeah, I would make them top 10. I would make them top 10, but they'd be closer to 10. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. (laughs) Because I can see, I can see, because I don't think everybody pays attention to them like I do, because Uh I'm in it. I can see the cracks. Like, they can't win outside of New Orleans, one. Well, you know what the biggest part is? Drew Brees is getting old. That is true. And then they're hyping up this Jameis Winston pickup. Like, he's not the same dude that just went 30 and 30. Well, that's a damn good pickup to me. I mean, for the future, yes. But for this coming season, no. Well, this coming season, it might matter because Drew Brees could just as well get hurt. That's true. And so then, my thing with Jameis is this, right? Jameis Winston gets criticized for throwing 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield does catch criticism, but he threw 22 touchdowns and 21 interceptions. The rate is the same to me. You know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, I kind of feel like Jameis threw for 5,000 yards and Baker only threw for 3,800. I know you don't like either one per se, but I'm just saying by comparison, there's some form of success there. If you can coach that man properly – and get him to a point where he can just go ahead and make and make the plays that he needs to make and get off the field. Hey, man, you might be all right. But you know what? It's not even that I don't like Jameis. It's just he's in a division. So he's a casualty by circumstance. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. My bad. And then he went to Florida State. 
My bad. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about all that shit. Okay, so, it makes sense. It it's makes not sense. that I don't like the guy. It's just nah, he's got two strikes against me. Man, you can like you can dislike me. Got three technically. Because when he didn't play for the Bucks, now he's going to the Saints. So you hate him more. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. I That's three. It. I get it. I get it. My bad. Are you cool? You cool? It's understandable. I ain't look at it from the from the right angle. I was just looking at black quarterback man. Want to see the man succeed, but no, I want to see him succeed, just not in our division. Nah, it's half about Russell Wilson, and not even not even in our like. If he could go to the AFC, cool. Have fun over yeah. there. Who you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I totally get it. I get it now. Makes sense. But yeah, I just thought I'd bring it to your attention because I, I felt some of that shit was egregious. Nah, they bugging. They bugging. I think the biggest thing was that Tennessee and Indianapolis thing. That Colts-Titans thing makes no sense. Colts, Titans, Steelers. Yeah, you can't have them people up there, man. Oh, the Patriots, too. That's what I was going to say was egregious, man. They way down there on the list, man. It's like... Because they lost time. This whole team. I mean, but come on, man. That division ain't cold. (laughs) (laughs) I know that. We know that. You call this dude the greatest coach of all time. And goddamn, he can't beat the damn Dolphins, Jets, and Bills. Like, what's up? Like, come on, man. I mean, he technically beat the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets without Tom Brady. Man, he's clearly going to do that again. This Twice year. he's done he's clearly, it. He's clearly going to do that again this year. It's not a question in my mind. None of those teams got good enough for me to be like, oh, they're going to take it. No way. No way. Yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah, that's wild, bro. It's wild that's as shit. Wild. But yeah. something that did disturb me, I mean, it's not real big, but I saw that no hurricanes were drafted in the first round. That hurt me yeah. a bit. Yeah, it was it was kind of wild, man, not seeing any of the names of the boys, man. But, you know, I don't know, man. Man, you got to get his shit together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with who is, who's committed to Miami. I'm waiting yeah. to see how it pans out. Shit look uh, real gangster. It does, but we looked gangster before, and yeah, you know, everybody can look gangster on paper. We'll see, man. Ask the Cleveland Browns. We'll definitely see. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't call it now. I may sound like a hater again, but I got a feeling the Bucks are going to be the 2020 version of the Browns. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's not going to look like what it is, like what they think it's going to look like. And they're gonna just they're gonna talk. I ain't gonna say they're gonna be ass, but they could clearly be like nine and seven, and everybody's not gonna think they're gonna win games. <laughs> it's a different beast over here, but I think that's everything on the list, unless you want to add something. Nah, bro, I think that was pretty pretty much it, man. All right, well, season two will be on the way. Yes, sir. Soon as things get back to semi normal, mm-hmm. so hopefully you'll be hearing from us in a few months. Oh, yeah. schedule drops next week. Okay. Definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, so, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of games we'll be able to attend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It used to be the schedule was dropping, and you probably be like, "Boy, are we coming to Buffalo?" Like, <laughs> I mean, right. things like that. But now it's kind of like, fuck. Uh, yeah, they could, if we even if we were coming up here. Yeah, I might have to sit this one out. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I'm going nowhere like that. So I ain't. <laughs> Nah, I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, and we uh, play Vegas. And we play the Raiders in Vegas. Yeah, nah, can't so, do that. nah, nah, can't do it. <laughs> but we appreciate y'all for supporting us. Continue to yeah. continue to rock with us. We continue to rock with y'all. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram at the Gridiron Guys Podcast. You can stream us on all uh, DSPs. You know, we'll have some changes going forward next season. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we out of here. It's your boy, Sean Pesos. And your boy, Russ Digi. Y'all be safe out here. Yep, be blessed. Deuces.